Oh, yes, it is a thank rod. It's Friday. I, we haven't done this in a while, and I forgot how realistic that ape sounded at yeah, the yeah. end it's, it's of that point. their <laughs> intro. It's so, so good. But, hey, everybody, this is a special holidays version of the thank rod. It is well, it Friday. It is holiday weekend right now, and there's nothing spookier. Well, there's one thing spookier than the Christmas season. It's Halloween. It's the second spookiest time of the that year. And because true. of that, we have frightful festivities with the, the monster books that we picked for the TGIF this week. Got DC versus vampires. And you know what else we got? We got deceased. War of the Undead Gods. Who ordered the steak? Who I ordered did. the steak? You did. You actually did pick these and said that we would do them because it is the spookiest time of year. Dude, you got ghost stories every Christmas time. You got freaking guys with anagram names of Satan coming down in red gift, like, you know, red clothes coming down trying to tempt you with some presents. Spooky as hell, man. You also have like a Susle, a Susle man doing things with kids, just like Deathstroke in the one book, right? You wait, got what? that. What are you doing with Christmas? Mm, it was different in my Are you the house, Susle I man? Guess. No, no, I'm the guy who's trying to avoid this holiday season because it, it always ends up a shit show here at our house. Like it's you don't today. do it right. Well, Really, we don't. Well, it's September. It's Christmas time, kids. Here's all your Seriously, gifts. Seriously, that's no. The kids say, "Oh, Madden's coming out. Can I put that on my list?" But get it now. No. All right, all right. <laughs> and then Logan, hey, can I get a this outfit and a gold chain? All right, there the you answer go. Is like, no. There you go. Here's your gold chain, and plus here's your Volkswagen Beetle emblem, so you can be in fact. The kids still wear Mike gold T. chains. Yeah, he's got a gold chain. He liked it. He ended up where. He got this gold chain, but then he had to send it back to be refitted. This thing was a process with that. Has he got a fat neck or what? And no, he just, I don't know. I don't know anything about chains or things. I never owned chains. Do you think I'm two chains? I'm no chains. Look, you were in prime time era of growing up where people would wear chains. So there's no way in my mind that you never wore a chain to be the cool guy to reinvent yourself for the next year of high school. I, I didn't have a lot of money growing up. And I did end up, you know, as a rap fan. What I ended up doing, I had this like piece of rope and I had a digital watch on it that was kind of close to Flava Flav. I ended up with there. And then I'd say, yeah, guy. And nobody yeah, liked me. I, nobody liked me when I did it. And I ended up a big failure <laughs> in life. Do it. Yeah, well, really. But the digital watch was pretty good. I did like that. But with all of that said and done, we do end up having these books. They're also, I was going to say, they're kind of out of continuity. So that means they're, they're like kind of make believe, kind they're of like Elseworlds, Santa's. Jim. They're going Spoiler on somewhere alert. else. Yeah, it is true. Why would you I, say that? I end up plus, you know, Santa. He's kind of a vampire, right? Isn't he? I, no. I think so. Order the steak. This is why you don't do Christmas right. You think Santa's a vampire? Is he an undead god? I don't know. He Possibly, might actually. be. <laughs> it might be. I mean, he does a lot of crazy things in one night, right? There you go, Eric. But here we are. We're here with these books. I I tried. And at the end of all of this, we end up having DC versus Vampires All Out War number six. As you said, that'll be the ending. And it's weird because every time I go and read Deceased War of the Undead Gods, I always think like, are we like two issues in? Oh, we're five? And there's only a couple more. And it really is throwing me that I don't really feel like that story has really started yet. Well, it's just it, because it ends it's up outstayed with- its welcome. And it's decided, you know, we had we left a lot of things on the table with our initial story. We have to really clear the table, let people know what the answers are to the questions that are just yearning inside of them. But the problem is, we don't really have all of the story that we want to do, so we have to pad this out. So not a lot's going to happen except for big wow moments of characters that you love just getting the axe to them. Damn, there you go, Eric. You are telling it like it is. I wish I had the hot take there. I know that a lot of people end up continuing to like it, but it feels like now it's like, well, do you, they don't really love this Undead Gods deal. It's more the idea in general, so they don't want to I'm still waiting for the Undead Gods to do something besides for people telling me, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. We've got to stop it. That's all that's going on with the Undead Gods and planets you don't care about in our like, universe are getting taken over and destroyed. But does it really matter? Because what's who cares at this point in time? I, I still say, I mean, I, I think I solved Google it. Vic, so you, no. you want to talk about equations? I think I solved it already. You, you get damn Brainiac, put those damn things in a bottle and put them away. 
I mean, that's all I would have done. Planets but, in a bottle. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's all you need to do. He's got the technology, you know what? right? Just take, you know, for the future thing, whenever we get Brady Eye back in the main continuity, we're going to have him regular. <laughs> you for, want that? The city's in a bottle. That's all I'll do. And then yeah. we'll just hit it as a deal. We'll, we'll do that. But we're going to start with, again, the tie-in to the big event, the DC versus Vampires. Not really an event, Just branching but, off in all kinds of different directions that nobody cares about. Yeah, and it was weird because you ended up having the DC versus Vampires going on, and that was delayed after that first, you know, six issues. The then we waited, then we had these deals with the one-shots, then we had this, and I don't know. It all kind of blends in together with me again, where I, I think that the story didn't need to be this drawn out or long. It really feels like we're at a point where for a while now, we're kind of just meandering. We're checking in with things. We're seeing what's going on. And this all out war, you actually like more than me. I'm not saying this issue, but up until this point. I've also like deceased more than you up until this point. We get on t- tonight and I'm like, finally, I, I can go with Eric. I'm like, hey. You know, I I don't mind this issue. You're like, well, like, here we go. Here we go again. Because I actually thought, well, you're ending it. I'm kind of used to this. Oh, well, let's go well, we on. We were talking about that. We're talking more about Deceased, which I've been like higher on as well. But even the idea of DC versus Vampires, all out war with the black, white, and tones that they're going to give you. Because you're not going to get a colored issue because DC wants to put out a side book that's not fully finished in my mind. Just say, red tones. How do you like that frightful apple right there? I'm like, I don't like it. Give me a goddamn fully finished comic and tell me a story that I care about in your DC versus Vampires lineup. Because right now we have DC versus Vampires All Out War number six, written by Alex Pacnadal and Matthew Rosenberg, with R5 Pasquale, Coano, and Nicola Wright, uh, I'm sorry, Riri, and Troy Patiri. And in this, we're continuing our journey with Deathstroke, Mary Marvel, and the whole gang of characters like Midnighter and Booster Gold, who are trying to, you know, be the side front to bring everything back. But they just keep screwing up over and over again. Oh, my God, we need to bring back Batman to life because people need hope. And we'll bring back Jean-Paul Valley instead. Oh, he's going to become a vampire again. And then he's going to sacrifice himself. It doesn't matter. You know, we got the Weather Wizard. We got our freaking plan. And, but he's a vampire as well. Well, we're going to kill him. We're going to put his vampire dead-ass body into some Lazarus. Oh, my God. He's a Japanese blood demon for some reason now. We are screwed. Let's kill this guy and let's move on. But also, Mary Marvel. Mary Bromfeld inside Mary Marvel. She's a vampire. But the mightiest like maiden there is, she's not a vampire. And we have to deal with this nonsense as we just try to figure out what is going on in the DC versus vampires elseworld. Yeah, and really after all that, all I figured out was... Can't trust vampires, Jim. You can never trust vampires. Here's the deal. Here's my theory. Because, again, you you laugh, and and the idea, it's an incomplete deal. They didn't want to pay more than just getting red tones or whatever. I actually think that, in my mind, there's no real reason for this book, right? You end up where maybe some people will say, like, the little bit that you got, you could have had as a backup in the regular series, or it could have been worked in. I think that they're trying to just make it look so different that it just feels like it had to be his own thing. But it didn't. You could have just had this as a regular deal, regular art, regular all around. And so by the end, when you do get to the sending, yeah, we had a little journey. You had some fun with some yeah. of the things, little jokes and stuff and all that going on. But by the end of this, I think that's one of the I main series. Up, yeah, it is. But even in this where it's just like, yeah, it, it really didn't need to happen. Well, we get into this issue because we just keep coming across things to be our next greatest hope. Like I said before, we wanted Batman guy, Jean-Paul Valley, that fell through. We have this over here, that fell through. And now in this issue, our finale, we have Captain Cold is going to be our grand hero because as we went to Central City to find the last Lazarus pit underneath the Flash Museum, we saw Captain Cold in the street who decided just to take himself out of the equation because he used his cold gun against him to turn himself into a block of ice and... We find out on this, it was just for hibernation purposes because he got bitten by the vampires. It was the worst thing ever, and he didn't want to have the hunger. He was like the Walt hungers. Disney. He was exactly. like Walt Disney. He wants to get a cure. And I like that play. I but just now, wonder why nobody ended up thawing him out before. Well, I'm not thawing his ass out, too. And he's actually pissed that he got thawed out because he was waiting for a vampire cure, waiting for this all to blow over. So now he's just a vampire waiting for the hunger to kick in because somehow he's just not there yet but can also survive, you know, putting himself in hibernation with this cold gun, which is just a block of ice. And I hate whenever you have that with Mr. Freeze or Captain Gold, where these people get blasted, but, oh, no, they're fine. Their entire, like, you know, nervous system and internal like organs are all frozen. It almost feels like you just get them out of the trap of the ice, and then you leave everything behind. Oh, it's they're fucking good. Encino, it man. Was... Every time anybody does this. Yeah, it's crazy. And so when you have that, I don't mind that play there with Captain Cold. Okay, I don't want to turn. I'm going to make myself... That's kind of clever, actually. You no, know, it's, it's fine for what we're doing, but it's not something that turns into the idea like, 
Well, all our greatest hopes have gone down the toilet now. Oh, you're saying that Supergirl's going to Australia because we need to get the like the sky to like you know stop being filled with ash. You know what I can do? Me being Captain Cold, I can just use my cold gun against that and make all the ash fall from the sky when I make it too cold. Captain Cold is going to use cold to bring the sun back. He is yeah. our next greatest hope, and he happened to be just right there. And there was actually no reason for us to unfreeze him. Well, and when you go with that, and they did unfreeze him, they end up doing a. It just feels like you could have made this a one shot where they just stumbled in, saw Captain Cold. I mean, none of the other stuff matters, obviously. But one of the big things of this series, which does feel big, is the Superman stuff. Baron but then Sanders? that just ends up, yeah, and that just ends up, okay, we're going to fight a bunch of times. And it really felt like an extended, this is an extended well, I don't know issue what that really didn't have much going on. I don't know what happened to Superman when he became a vampire because everybody, for the most part, yeah, they get the bloodlust. They might let a lot of their inhibitions go because they like being a vampire. It's cool. We've seen Kiefer Sutherland rock that shit. He loves being a vampire. Why wouldn't Superman? But the idea that he is a Kryptonian whose powers are based on the sun. We can't have any sun because he's also a vampire. Oh, my God. Double-edged sword. What are we going to do? I wanted a fucking flaming Superman who just walks around completely powered up but also on fire because it's a badass concept. But what we got instead is Superman deciding, well, I don't have I don't have my powers, pardon me, but I'm going to put on a Lex with a power suit. I'm going to call myself the Baron Cinder. So I'm like, Why? Why did you do any of this? Because well, there's a lot of things in this whole series, right? That just end up being why. Yeah, and that's the weird play. And you didn't get the idea where, oh my god, like it was the one of the things. If you end up having like in deceased, if Flash gets infected, every like the speed, but you end up never really playing much up with the Superman, except when he comes here and he's just gonna fight. But it it is just a fight. Well, even and when you it, have the big fight, because he's all pissed off at our heroes in the series because. Mary Bromfeld went and turned into Mary, like I said, Mary Bromfeld. She made Billy Batson turn into Billy Batson, and then she bit his ass, killed him, so we didn't have a Shazam vampire anymore. I don't know how Shazam vampire worked, and we don't have a Shazam Mary Marvel, even though Mary Bromfeld's a vampire. I know. All that aside, Billy's out of the equation. Mary's all that's left. She's all upset because she done killed Billy. I hurt so bad, but Superman's mm-hmm. even more pissed because you killed my boy Billy. Yeah, we could have been going to do great stuff together, but you killed my boy Billy. So now he's going to be pissed off, and the only way that this works for our story is that we have to say, even with his Lex Luthor power suit, which I think he's only wearing the leg part at this point in time, but who knows, because we only had gray tones for that. But when you have the idea, oh, when we had Starfire previously, oh yeah, she charged me up a little bit with a blast, so now I can you know, do Superman stuff, even though, why? Why is that a thing we have to have right now? How cool it would be to have a vampire Superman who doesn't have his powers to give our heroes the advantage, instead of him just yeah, using his heat vision to, to solve do. Midnighter and Booster Gold in half. Exactly. That's all he does here. And you even have that play where there's Superman and Baron Cinder, and he's like, you know, I'm going to take you guys down. He does end up getting Midnighter. And then right after Midnighter's dead, you have Booster go, oh, man, I'm going to put these force fields in your head. Like, do it then. Why didn't he do it before? Why you didn't end up he having that. It? And then he stops and then gets blasted. And then it's like, what? Ha- oh, no. <laughs> I'm, the worst part I'm about all of this. the man I used to be. I'm worst- done. We have a Constantine ghost that's being able to be seen for whatever reason, unlike Dead Man, who's also there but can't be seen. So I don't know the rules of ghosts, apparently. But the idea, we have dwindled down everything. We have Captain Cold and Mary Marvel left. They're going to go off and do their thing. All of our rest of our heroes, Deathstroke, Booster Gold, and Midnighter, all torn apart by Baron Cinder before Deathstroke you know, took Superman out with his final act before he died, which is probably just dead, you know, dead man in there, even though it's dead, dead man shouldn't yeah. be able to possess dead people. I but know. We'll, well that's something that recently that they have been doing, but still. It's, it's such a weird idea that we have all of this going on, and then when everybody leaves for our finale of this side series of all-out war to get Captain Cold Australia, even though Midnighter was with him, he comes back to life and like, hey, where you guys at? I know, what was that? He's only an upper body. Now, one thing halved. I did like, one thing I did like was when they did have the play, what and it's doing? kind of subtle. Actually, it's not subtle, Is he but gonna we get didn't bored see. with wheels and wheels in Australia? I, I have no idea. He's just there. He's not going to be able to do any of the leg work. Eric, if they're gone. That's the best where, joke you have ever done. <laughs> Why don't, what if we saw his legs running around? <laughs> so, but I, I really liked, and even if it's the red tones and stuff like that, I like when you have Midnighter like, all right, let me figure things out. And you have the ones and the zeros there with the fight. Can do. I thought that was really neat, the way that that played out. But other than that, you're the ending is so complicated because, again, Death, Deathstroke's there. He's... A lot of people pointed out, and I said to you, he's getting a little too close to a young girl once again. Look, people got to stop worrying about Tara at this point Mary in time because we pretty much erased that know from about continuity. Tara. I know, but still, he's there like, come here, baby girl. 
But really, it's it's dead man's. It's Just all look weird. at Slade as a fatherly figure who cares at the end of the world. That's it. And again, a fatherly figure who cares at the end of the world for people who aren't his children. Just take yeah, like exactly. That. But even so, like this whole play, the real play is that you know, dead man's doing things, and he even says to Ghost Constantine at the end, "Don't tell Mary it was really me." And it was nice enough. I mean, that part. But the funniest play is first off. It's a book that you're doing vampire stuff. This is the side book. Can't trust vampires. I don't really care that much when boot. Like, there's no wow moment of this booster with a mohawk oh, no. getting Wither- sliced in half. Exactly. Right? And like, you just have like withered old man looking booster gold. Like, I don't know why he has to look like this when vampires take over. I don't like it, but he just looks like emaciated booster gold. He's still fighting the good fight for some reason until he's you know sawed in half as well. Well, he is. He's my fun time. He's a boy. fun time boy, and this is some fun is he, time stuff, is he doing right? This? So I'm telling you, in it where you're like wondering why he's involved and the idea. When he goes down, you're like, it doesn't even feel like a booster. I know Midnighter, you know, whatever. But you're not going to get sad that he, because this is what's been happening in this. This little side series, I've never really gotten attached to any of the characters. You do have that connection with Mary and Deathstroke a bit there as they do that. They're the but best. overall, even when you get the, I use the angel sword, I did it. Like there was no feels to it. And then I think that Pac Nadal, who I think is writing most of this. Uh, ends up wanting the feels. Oh my God. Superman, Baron Cinder, <laughs> that might be the most laughable lines. I mean, it comes off like a, I don't know, what is this, the room? I mean, it's that bad a dialogue. Deathstroke impales Superman through the back, <laughs> through the chest with, you know, Azrael's sword right now. And it's like, we're coming, Pa. Crypto was just gone after the ball. Thinking landed in Nebraska's paw. What is that? Baron Cinder's last words. Dead. That is basically the crutches. That's all, that's not, that's all I have to read it. I ain't gonna walk again. Not even on crutches. We're coming, Paul. <laughs> you, you're still golden. Crypto just gone after the b- 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 ball. Yeah, the, the play of this is so laughable. I left out loud. Oh, it's no, that bad. It's that bad. I mean, I just the word coming, Paul, and he's crying. I'm like, get out of here, vampire Superman. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But what I was waiting and actually could have played, I was actually waiting, I don't know how, some Buffy moment where suddenly Superman was going to be cured. I don't know how this works. All of a like, sudden, where freaking Willow puts his soul back in his body? Yeah, or how this angel sort of, like, that was going to do something. And That's going to burn the sin away? Exactly. I thought there was going to be something like that, where he was then going to realize he's dead and just say thank you. Maybe thank he did, you. because he's like, Paul, we're well, coming. I still see the, the vampire teeth is what gets me, but I guess maybe when you have those, do they end up, how do teeth change like that anyway? Man, I don't know. So That's with that, though, it was, it was a joke? I mean, this is the big bad of this play and something we really wanted to explore of what would happen if you ended up having Superman as a vampire and the guy ends up, you know, crying like a little, you know, whatever at the end. Oh, my goodness, I'm coming, pa, And then just goes down. And then, like you said, to just top that off, which it might top that, Eric. When they fly away, when Captain Cold and Mary Marvel go off, and really that's the only thing you need to know. Is that with all of this going down and whether Wizard not being involved, Captain Cold needs to get to Australia before he turns into a vampire and he's got to get the clouds cold because you end up having to have Supergirl, you know, charge up. But what really is the best is that Midnighter at the hey everybody, where'd everybody go? <laughs> I'm like, what well, just, just imagine where we left end? off. We I have no idea the time frame from where we left off in DC versus Vampires to where we are in All Out War. But the last thing we saw was Supergirl. She was in a rocket ship going on that exploded. That's, what, that's so all I could think of. Where are we going with Captain Cold and Mary Marvel at that point? Is she just going to catch Supergirl? Well, the rocket exploded. She then falls to the earth, and now she needs them to make the sky. I I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just crazy. Again, We'll find out. Remember, the whole play was she needs to get charged up so she could start a blow, and they need her to blow them clouds and everything that gets in for that, right? So <laughs> you think that is unacceptable? Oh my goodness! In the slate over here, and so you're starting out with the idea, like you said, that the last issue of DC versus Vampires that looked like their one to hope had exploded in, in a rocket Literally. ship. 
And now they end up having Mary Marvel taking Captain Cold, which doesn't seem like it really will work anyway. I don't know. I don't know the you know physics and the weather. Well, I just imagine we have Captain Cold, who is our hero at this moment, our last chance to save the day, as far as this team's concerned. And Mary Marvel, before they do fly off, she's all worried because Deathstroke, who's been a father-like figure to her this whole time during the end of the world, he's dead now. And she's upset. But here's what Captain Cold says to her, because it is snowing outside. Blizzard. It'll last a little bit longer. It'll cover him real good, I promise. Yeah. It'll cover them all. This is such a hokey book. Captain Cold. Oh, classic Captain Cold. Uh, It'll cover him real good. It's not, this isn't what I'm, I think that it's next week when we get the finale of DC vs. Vampires. This is not making me think there's going to be like a real happy ending. It doesn't seem like the plan has come together like a Hannibal would like to in the A team. And it worked. And so when yeah, really he loves it when it happens. I don't think he's lighting the cigar, but we'll see. But then we do have the backups. And that's what, the what is this backup for? Who is this for and why? All I, he, you know, it's not for me. I'm telling you right now, this is the finale that goes off into the deal. If you, why couldn't you have more story? But there isn't more story. But the main story should have just been the full amount and, you know, you get this Poison Ivy deal. That's nothing. What happens Why if Poison Ivy becomes a vampire? Because she's a half-human, half-plant lady. But now she's a vampire and she craves the blood. She's freaking – I was actually going to send you a clip from Little Shop of Horrors where it's Audrey 2 talking about, feed me. Yeah, exactly. Because all I thought about doing is because she's evolved now. She's a plant-human hybrid vampire that craves the blood. She's evolved from what she originally was into a half-human, half-plant hybrid. And now she's evolved again and she's got to find her ass to guard but she has, her, she has her team there with uh, – yeah, she's like, I got to find Gardner. And I was like, isn't that her right there? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. And then at the end, she just repeats herself. I'm like, eh, get out of town. <laughs> Every go, drop of blood go, until I'm satisfied, until I evolve yet again. I, I just – to me, I don't know. It just feels weird to end the story in the main deal to go off to, you know, save the day or whatever, go to the main deal, and then just have this nondescript backup that you've just thrown in there. If you have a book that is, you know, there, I guess DC's saying that this is a viable book that should be published, there should be more story to the regular part. Extend that. Screw these backups. Nobody I just imagine this backup's going to be the whole plot of our next one because now, like I said, you have a poison ivy who's a vampire who's like bloody vines are going to take over the entire city. And that'll just so be this it. Is is this going to be our next spinoff where it's DC versus vampires, fangs and thorns? Well, you may have that. Uh, I don't know. I, I know that. If that happens and they don't call it fangs and thorns, then you're, very you're upset. done. Uh, the idea, though, does this. They're going to make another series. <laughs> I'm trying to Definitely. say, is, are they going to have a part two? Is enough people. Are people really enjoying this? I don't know. Isn't don't this part two already or po- point five? No, whatever it is. But I'm saying this whole DC versus vampires, if we continue it, I don't know. Is this the perfect stranger situation again that I see that the sales were going up? But is anybody really reading it and caring about it? I don't no, you know. know I, love perfect strangers. I, I know. Or Healy Willis. But it's just a weird play. I don't really get a lot of people down at the malt shop like, oh, my God. I can't wait to see what happens in this. It always just feels like, you know what it is? It's an aside where when they mention deceased, then this kind of pops up of, yeah, I kind of like that too. It's just weird. Or it's, oh, they're just doing vampire's version of deceased. I just don't get that this is that popular. And at the end of this, fangs and thorns are Damn right. what you said. So fangs yeah, and there thorns. you go. Uh, but really, I don't know. The backup was nothing. And I'm not even going to no. put that into my score, but my score. I I thought that I liked it more, but I'll still probably be around your score. What would you give it? I'm giving it a five point five out of ten. I'm not a huge fan of the art. The art does its job. I just would like some actual color to, so the book would look finished in the long run. I know that's not what they're going for, but I don't like what they're going for. So more color. But the thing is, with the idea of the team that we're going, people are just slaughtered because we have to have the finale here where it doesn't matter anymore. Baron Cinder, who could have been an amazing character, Paul McCormick, it just comes to a, like a really cringy moment that doesn't matter at the end. And Captain Cold, who we just saw was frozen in a block of ice last issue, he's now our savior to fucking end the vampire apocalypse. And it just feels like everything just comes at you because it needs to and doesn't really feel like a flowing story that feels good. Yeah. D- do you think that you were supposed to like get feels from that Superman? I mean, it, it, first off, it's the hokiest dialogue that we've read in a while. And we've read some bad dialogue, oh. you know. But even then, that, that 
I know you love everybody loves Superman. Oh my god! But the the problem Never. is is that in this he's Baron Cinder. The only we saw of him, he's being just totally a piece of crap. That doesn't redeem anything. I mean, he doesn't go down saving somebody. Like, if he ended up where he suddenly saved Supergirl with the last deal with that rocket ship and then he's going to die, then maybe I'd feel something with it. Oh, my God, he redeemed himself. There was something good in him. He just cut two people in half and then ends up getting run through as he's and talking for whatever reason, he's fine. Ooh, yeah, so he killed one and a half people. And and at the end, he's still talking shit and then gets run through. And it, it, then Deathstroke counts, that, too. Deathstroke's dead. Yeah, that's true. But he kind of was the answer. Pa! I'm like, really? Like, does Pa care? Does he care about you now? Holy moly. I, I don't know. It just ended up so oaky. So I was originally a six. So I was a little higher than you. It's still not great. I'll go down to a five five. I'll match you with that five five because boy, it was it was hokey. And at the five end, five point four out of the 10. end, you really five point three. You really don't. <laughs> do I have five point two? Uh, we didn't really get much out of this. I mean, no. you're gonna end up, I guess, seeing Captain Cold in the finale of the, just to make it seem like this was important and he needs to read it. But you did not Imagine need if to. We don't. Oh, it, oh. That would be hilarious. I, I hope we don't, and then we'll go back and ah! they're still trying to fly to Australia. It takes a while to get there. I know it does. That well, that was I was going to ask you. That's speed the of Mercury play here. Yeah, you end up where you have that speed, but could Captain Cold withstand that as you're flying? No. Because yeah, and and really exposed to the elements. You know, you're really going to have to take. That was time. in a block of ice. He's fine. You better just throw him to the side, right? He's going to end up being a vampire. He's a vampire. Like, you know, he's not fully turned there because he doesn't have the blood lust yet, but he's getting there, so he'll be fine. I I don't know about polarities and the things like that and the weatheralities, but to me, you might might be able to get Mary Marvel up there at Australia. Just do your thing up there. I don't know about barometers. Yeah, that might end up, like, you know, making the clouds kind of go away or something. I don't know. She's got the wisdom of Solomon. Use that for once and get over there in Australia and make things work. I don't. I think it's more viable than the idea of I'm going to use my cold gun on the cloud. <laughs> I imagine the clouds are just going to be on a block of ice and fall down, but luckily it'll shatter and they won't die. Oh my God, it's clouds! Snowing You're in still Australia. there. Yeah, really. You're going to be in the outback, right? Uh, I, is there snow in Australia know. anywhere? I don't think it does. I, for, as soon as I, I said it, I'm like, it I don't know anything about but anywhere. But it might, but it probably does now. I, I, if I'm there, I'm in a kangaroo pouch with all that goo and shit in there that they talk about. Oh, my goodness. That's disgusting, Eric. It's disgusting as hell. But we're going to move on to the next book, which we kind of talked about at the beginning as well. But Deceased War of the Undead Gods, number five, five of eight. Of eight, yeah. Is it? Or is, this, there. or is this one of four? I, I don't know, Eric, or, you know, whatever. But this is written by Tom Taylor, art by Trevor Harrison, Neil Edwards, Rain Barreto, and Seda Temafonte. And we're going to call it the War of the Undead Gods, but is has the war started? Or is it well, over? That's the thing, or, like, nobody cares about the idea because we're not doing We have a lot of our heroes who have survived the deceased, you know, the anti-life equation that's been turning everybody into zombies. They have come back. We have a cure. But last time we saw our heroes, they had to go to Oa because, oh, my God. Guess what, everybody? We don't have to deal with the anti-life equation being corrupted as it is. We don't have to deal with an undead dark side and new gods and the craziest shit ever. We got to deal with Erebus. Yeah, Erebus. You know, Erebus. Erebus. We're going to say it throughout this whole issue, but no, we're not going to deal with Erebus. Erebus. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to take from and, Erebus. And that's what I get here, where they're talking about this idea where this is supposed to be the big thing. Like, oh my god, I, this is something that you should have. Like, hey, get this. You know, if, if I'm at the comic book shop and they're like, oh, man, how's this new deceased? Is it pretty good? Who's the big bad this time? Is it still just the anti-life? No, no, it's Erebus. All you can get by, who the hell is that? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's, it's Darkseid. Oh, yeah, Darkseid's a yellow lantern, but Erebus. An anti-life corrupted Darkseid yellow lantern. And these are the big wow moments that we're going to get in this whole thing, but you're not really going to do much with them. They're just there for... McFarlane to make action figures down the yeah, line. Yeah, down the line. And really, a lot of the stuff in this, and has been in the, at least this War of the Undead Gods, it really feels really like wow moments over story. There was story before. It did have something to, to go, and we were interested enough. Well, even imagine what we had from the last issue, where all, all of a sudden we had 
Ares, the god of wars, he's on our hero's side now. And on top of that, you had Mix, Mr. Mixel Spitlick, who has come the freaking fifth dimensional limp, who has godlike powers even higher in my mind than Ares, the god of war. You have these characters on your team. So what we're going to do, we're going to take the fight to the freaking anti-life because they're over there taking on freaking Killwog's home planet. And we just can't stand aside. No matter what fucking little tiny blue guardians tell us, we got to go because... Pff, Killwog, he's our boy. So everybody's going to go on this suicide mission to stop the anti-life from destroying Bolivar Vix. And this whole thing just becomes Mr. Mixel Spitwick, who you want to see do some amazing shit because he showed up and you want to see it. He just goes up to Darkseid like, I can just take you away with just a snap of my fingers. And then Darkseid shows him the anti-life equation and we have a zombie Mr. Mixel Spitwick who just goes in back and destroys Oa. So apparently the little blue bastards were right and we done fucked up. Yeah, this is Mr. Yakety Yakalik. I mean, that, don't that, talk why, back. Why, why, why? The problem is you can't talk back because he keeps talking. I just kept thinking, why aren't you doing things? Do you it. are just talking and talking, and you know you got to do something here. And he doesn't, and then he ends up being turned in a way that it's so weird. That why do this? Why have him show up to do just to have him be bad and have it? You could have had him been infected. What's some Aries other way. Doing this? And, eh, he's just hanging, and that's what gets me in this where. I don't know. I, I, I like Tom Taylor. He at one point was one probably my top three writers, but he ends up where he stopped telling stories and it, it just tells moments and pushes them together. Because in this, you have to have John and Clark. You know, they're hugging and they're yeah, having. I want to come with you. I know you do, son, and I want you with me too. But you know what? We have a whole new Earth to take care of, and they need a Superman. So even though I think I would have the greatest advantage over anything if you came. They need you even more. I love you, Dad. I love I'm you, telling son. you, it's it's nice enough, but it I'm is. like, I'm like, get off the pot, <laughs> get moving. We have so Shit, much to deal wrong. with this whole thing because even when they get to Volovax, uh, Volovax Vix to, to like, you know, take on the anti-life equation, like new dead new gods and shit like that. We also have the appearance that Superman's seeing for the first time of the anti-life Supergirl. On top of everything else, you have all of these amazing elements with the. Yellow Lantern, Anti-Life Dark Side going on as well, just taking over everything. And then when Mr. Mixel Spitwick becomes Anti-Life himself and just, you know, becomes giant, charges through the goddamn universe to get back to Oa, and just crashes through it. So now all the Green Lanterns are suffocating in space. Before that all happens, we have Kilowog and Jon Stewart try to, like, you know, create a contract ball around themselves, which Mr. Mixel Spitwick just crushes in his hand. So these characters are all dead as well. So even the idea of, like, Kilwag and John Stewart pretty much gave us the rah-rah speech to get us to come here. They're dead, so what's it matter? The planet's dead, always dead, and now we just have the next big wow moment where Spectre's like, fuck all this shit, I can't let this stuff go on. So now I'm going to fly to Oa, take on Mr. Mixel Spitwick, and I'm also going to save all the Green Lantern Corps by picking up the main power battery and holding it like a lantern, like I'm a Green Lantern, while I fight Mr. Mixel Spitwick. And I'm like, He's got a green cape, is, right? These ideas that you're throwing at me. It's fine. It's just one after the other. It might be a flip book of wow moments. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Shit you ain't never seen before. Ain't it cool? Let's move on. And that's that's okay. And it, some people like that. I mean, and they can like it. The problem, again, is is this idea of just explaining it out loud. Hey, Erebus. That, that's the big bad. You know, Who's Erebus. that? Yeah. And then, oh, well, what else did they do? Well, get this. They go to Bolivac Vicks. And they're like, oh, you know, Kilowog's planet. And they try to save it, but they don't. And they, they, I'm like, really? These are like. But then the Green Lanterns are going to die. But then they don't. Yeah, it seems like the actual story, like he's run out of gas with those moments. So he's got to make it because really, you have Mixel Spitalik in here, right? That's cool. It's crazy. I ended up worrying about it, but let him do at least some of let his the things. Boy let watch. the boy make things because he's <laughs> talking a good game. I could turn you into a flower arrangement. I could make Please you into a speech. Do something, God damn Why it. didn't you first off let him do some it doesn't have to be against dark side or whatnot. You're heading there and he ends up where he fights somebody and turns them into something, right? Play up the fun of Mixospitalith. Not a lot of people like love him fully, but there's fun to be had because what I want then, I want to see what a screwed up zombie version of what would be his imagination. What would he make? Because I think he would just make slabs of meat or something. But I want to play that up. I want to see that. You have the anti-life corrupted him. So it's not even Mr. Spit, Mr. Spitwick anymore. So even the idea of him having this, but even though it seems to know things, so the virus of this contagion can actually do stuff to make itself go further with whoever their host is and stuff like that. He just gets big and flies through space. That's all he does. 
with dimensional imp, big and fly. I wanted to see what big or little imagination King you Kong would have ain't got from that, nothing right? on Mr. Mixel's no. So it ends up even that could be the play where at one point they're like, Look at you with your little hat. Oh my god, and he's like what do you think? All I can do is get real big and like something where it plays yeah, off the idea. It's something that I can laugh at. Like, oh, look, you know, you really do need the imagination and, and the like, because he is a fun character. And, you know, hey, he's full of life. He is. Well, what would it be where he has that play going on with the anti-life deal? But you don't play it up. You just have him bashing through. I expect things. his Willy Wonka look at to show up and show me a world of unimagined, like imagination going on here. But we got nothing. Yeah, I I thought we'd get both sides of it and see what an unimagined. But no, you have them talk shit. You have them show up. But now up it's and time for the quintessence inspector to say, "I ain't going to deal with this shit no more." It's time for the specter to get in, into this game. Okay, specter, go do it. Yeah, go. I love it where the quintessence is sitting around, and then you end up having the Obi one moment. You know, oh my god, I think the central battery just went down. I felt it. All right, it's whatever. It's back up, though, because the Spectre's holding it. And then the Spectre just flies off. That's the wow moment there. But is it? And half of that, I'm telling you, there's Kyle. Poor him. Sort of, they're in space. They're dead. I mean, <laughs> he, the Spectre doesn't get there that quick. And then I want a guy 90 to... 90 seconds. It's fine. He's, he's the wrath of God. He can get where he needs to get. I'm telling you, I want a guy to be like, man, everybody, that... Oh, shit, they're dead. They're all dead. Uh, I, you would have a heart attack or something first, seriously. But you know, well, I would. That's Not a great big, man, maybe not. That's the big. I mean, and that's the big. He's a fit boys and women. The big wow moment is you know a, an abbed out specter clenching his fist. That it does look big. It does end up looking again. I'm done. Gigantic wow moments that you thought you'd never get to see. A zombie Mister Mixel spit like going against a specter holding a green lantern, like you know a lantern. You know, like the whole idea. It looks amazing, but what are you doing with the overall story for what we're doing? Because in the background of all of this, what we found out last issue, Erebus, which I still don't understand what it fully means. Like, I know it's a god and stuff like that. Yeah, we but know I don't know that. why the universe is fucking tightening their buttholes when they say I mean, Erebus. Oh my God, everybody's losing their minds with, oh my God, it's Erebus? And so at the end, I think you're completely right. The whole play of this, it does. It feels like you got, you have your action figures right there. I wish we were Constantly, on video. There me. they are. They're hanging out. And yeah, at some, so point, at so some cool. point you might be like, man, what would happen if the Deathstroke was a zombie and went after this guy? And But there's nothing to it. You're bashing them together without a story. And at the end, even where you have Nixon Spitalex, like bang, 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 bang. And you're like, all right, all right, you, you're doing it, I guess. But overall, I don't feel any of the tension that we had before. What if Carrie Kelly and Harley Quinn teamed up? Yeah, Ooh, really? Wait. There you go. You're looking at your deals, but I that's am. what it feels like. <laughs> like, and, But it gets bigger. Oh no, Reverse Flash is here. Like, he's going with, hey, Weapon Spectre ended up having the power battery. Which is funny, this. because the thing is, this is a gigantic wow moment, but I also do feel like I've seen this before, because I read the Hal Jordan Spectre series, where you constantly had covers like this when Hal Jordan was the Spectre, trying to redeem himself after the whole Parallax fiasco. So I've seen this personally, but I'm like, it was cool back then, it's cool now. But it's the cool. overall deceased story just feels like it's just over the top to the point where you actually can't tell a proper story, because that's, it's too big to problem. contain. It's too big. It's too big to contain. And so you you go, and now all you can do is try to go bigger and bigger. But we're at this point where you kind of went already too big. And I'm going home. I can't go that yeah, big. Yeah, well, we told that. I'm staying on the porch. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't have a porch. But you end up. I do, actually. You do have a porch. I'm like, you're a liar. Yeah, you end up there. Get I, on that I, porch. See, there, there you go. I, I try to tell a joke, and I can't even tell it because I can't lie. Oh my goodness gracious! But you end up like even the dark you told side. You the joke. You're the porch. Why do you have to continue on? I don't, I don't know. even have a porch. I'm like, you were fine. You it were felt fine. Wrong Calm down. Faking the funk, and I knew you would say something. But still, like the the <laughs> yellow lantern dark side. That again. That's no, no, a no, cool. Not moment. even yellow lantern dark side. Yellow lantern zombie dark side. Yellow lantern zombie. Like that's something you're like get this and yellow lantern. And they're like, oh right. And if you stop there. You're fine with this. If you stop and go, man, that's awesome. But if you say, man, that's cool. How did that happen? And what does it mean? He's there. I mean, you repeat the thing. This is almost like what you say about the Bat God stuff. Like, how did how did Batman do it? He's Batman. Bat I mean, but how did he do it? He's Batman. With that, they're like, if I tell you the wild moment, you ask anything, I'm just going to repeat. No, no, no. Uh, zombie 
<laughs> there it is. And you even see it here and you have some moments, but there's not the But you the don't even see him fight. He anymore. just holds up a corrupted mother box that has the stupid anti the thing is I like the anti life equation as a concept where Mc- oh and uh, Grant Morrison just went and made the equation for it, so you saw the like happiness minus this times I'm like it's the stupidest goddamn thing ever. So if I see this equation of words and X's and divides and I'm like this is just stupid. Now, if you actually put it into a system where it's corrupted, like a, like we saw in Final Crisis, where it went through the internet and it was displayed. And look, I don't like Final Crisis either, but for some reason, anti-life equation is fine with me. But when you see it spelled out the way that Grant Morrison spelled out, it always looks dumb. So you just have a mother box with spelling this out to mix real quick who loses his damn mind. And that's the, the crazy thing, Lara. When I thought about it when we got Mixel like last time and we ended up talking about it. The thing that I thought was going to be intriguing, maybe we'll still see it. This might be, I mean, Mixelsville, he might be the virus in the computer now because there is the, an equation. You know, you have it set up. Yeah, it's it's wonky, you said. But there's Mixelsville who legitimately could probably tell you the answer of what's blue plus apple minus five, right? He's connected to a higher dimension of godlike being, so you have this access for the virus to even go bigger and infect all of those and make it so nothing good, but you're never going to see it like that because like the Yellow Lantern Dark Side, when the Yellow Lantern ring that I wanted the virus to corrupt the Yellow Lanterns, go to the antimatter universe where it was created, do all of this stuff, just pretty much be like an internet connection where it corrupts everything it's connected to, but we didn't get that. It's just Yellow Lantern, Zombie Dark yeah, Side, and we're moving on. Yeah, just to get him as a figure to go. But yeah, but I really thought like the idea that even the anti-life, the, the whole deal, because it's an equation, the way they spelled it out and the way that it is something that is, you know, almost technical, the kind of deal, which I hate. Like you said, I don't like that either. But there's Mixel who really, that's nothing that's logical. It's nothing with the fact that I thought we were going to end up having that as a play. Like he couldn't even be infected by it because... He's a pure imagination, as you said, and it's something that's not imaginative going against you. But the problem I have with this is that you kind of can't have a lot more people that like everybody's dead, who's dead and corrupted, all that. And that was always the big part of the feels. And we always said Tom Taylor was the guy at one point. He kills everyone. He he still does it a bit, but he's already done it here. You're, you're too far along. So these wow, not even wow moments, these personal character moments are just kind of been there, done that. You get Superman and John. Hey, kid, I'm going to miss you. You make sure everybody's okay. It doesn't really play out. You get Barda and Mr. Miracle come in with the Black Racer, and it's kind of like just an aside. Oh, again, man. It's, it's, again, that does nothing for the story no. except for Barda and Scott Show with it. Black Racer, the death of the new gods. Like, that is a wow moment. But what do you do with it? Nothing. Yeah, and even then, it's like everything feels like it's supposed to be big character wise. I'm saying it. Look at a ski feet. I know, I see him there. Black Racer is so good. Yeah, who so would have fight the Black Racer, the Silver Surfer? Because Kirby, you know, Kirby does these things. Yeah, well, it'd be funny if they both went on a vacation. But the the problem is, it's in the but Caribbean. Where would you go? It's in the Caribbean. You can have the surfing a little still, but you can't. Or maybe we go to the Alps, and now you have the Black. Nobody's Racer. happy in this relationship, Jim. I know that it is like Lady Hawk again. <laughs> Everything <laughs> ends up being Lady Hawk <laughs> to me. Uh, but the, like I said, the. the the things that I liked, and everybody has different reasons for liking things, but the Tom Taylor that I really love, you had it points in injustice, you had it in deceased, you had it in a lot of things where he makes me care. I always say makes me care about characters that I normally wouldn't care about because you see that different side of them when shit hits the fan and whatnot. This has just gotten to the point now. It's just like, where should we go next to fight somebody? Who are we going to kill now? And we'll have a wild moment and leave. I don't have that. Like, they tried also. Oh, my God. Kilowog's whole planet. Does that really get anybody that, like, oh, there's the feels that I'm waiting for? Because you don't really even deal my... And then it gets ripped apart. I'm trying to remember my continuity because I feel like I've read where his planet was destroyed was. before. And he was the only one. Legitimately, right now on the Patreon, just a little shout out, We, me and my man Matt are doing Millennium. And at that point in Millennium number three, you end up having them mention, ooh, Kilowog's planet, everybody was dead. And they get upset because they go to China and there's a crowd. And <laughs> the big play is, oh no, Kilowog. All those people were always in crowds. He's going to get upset. I'm like, that's what's going to trigger him, crowds. But it had just happened around that 88 time okay. it seemed in that. So, yeah, that did Because it did come back, I'm pretty sure, as well, though. Yeah, but it did happen, and it was something that's being de- dealt with in the Millennium uh, event. But still, again, I don't know that. I mean, Kilowog, no, I don't think there's anybody out there that hates Kilowog. 
Yeah, why would you? should probably be Goozer. universally loved. But it's not like he's a lot of people's favorite character, right? He's just no, no. there, and he's that tough sergeant guy. He's going to train you, whatever. And you just he's early in. army. Yeah, and it's almost like at this point, Tom Taylor has a list of characters and things he wants to get done. And he's running out. He's running out of characters to get feels from, and that's what I really think he's best at. And when John Stewart died here with Kilwag, it felt like a whimper, not like a big bang that anybody would really care about because we just have to move on because the wow moment is so big. We don't have time to care about it. And it, it just gets squished. I wanted, that's squishy, I, squishy. That's what I wanted to see, the pure imagination, but the opposite of it, the anti-imagination. I guess that's what it was because they just get squished. I'm like, all right, I get it. But yeah, there you go. And we end with, oh, my God, Mixelspitalik versus the Spectre. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, how bigger can you get? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, what what would you give this? Again, I think the art's fine in this. Usually, like, sometimes we have problems with the art. I think this is actually done very well for what we do with this. Everyone looks great in this whole thing. It's just utilizing the utilization of the characters feels like it's just getting the point A to point B to have your next wow moment because that's all we really do to have a big battle here that ultimately doesn't matter because we're going to have an even bigger wow moment. We're not going to deal with any of this just kind of underwhelming and how the, the the scope of it because you can't do enough with how big you've made it so a 5.5 out of 10 yeah i'm a six i'm a six and, and it's funny too because i don't know how why or what but it does look like the quintessence stuff fine six i'll go a six as well even steven with this that's neil edwards on art at the end trevor harrison shares the pencils with it and at the end it's uh edwards you can tell that change of that real dark gritty style to right, a right. little cleaner style and I really like it. I mean, at the end of that Spectre, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Even like that Spectre holding the Green Lantern, it's not, I'm telling you, people don't yell at me. It's not like an Alex Ross quality deal, but it does remind but me of is? something Alex Ross would do. Like that feels like almost like a Kingdom Come panel where you'd have this huge deal and it looks really epic. And I thought it was cool. Yeah, really. Or just what go is. read how Jordan Spectre. Yeah, I, or you have that. I just it like the way it looks there. Yeah, that might be troubles too. I actually, just as an aside, I actually tried to find Millennium on the app and I, I was having problems, but I'm a, I'm a bad speller. <laughs> I look real quick. How I'm many like, L's? I don't know if that's in. It's five L's and three N's. I'm there. Where is it? But yeah, I was finding a lot of other things, but not that which shocked me. Uh, but yeah, at the end, I think, yeah, we're both sixes. That, that would be a kiss my grits, but I don't have it available. So that's it's, fine. it's a Wolfman wolf six. Man. Boom there. And, uh, yeah, that's that. I, can you hear this wind hitting my freaking window? Oh, yeah. Right I now? thought it was just there going through cabinets. <laughs> no, say, this is, I'm like, where the, the popcorn is, Eric. It What's just keeps on? slamming over and over again. Yeah, I actually thought I was going to cave in. It's bad here, actually. I thought we were going to have flooding. And that would be a disaster for us at the house here, especially because our basement got flooded a bunch of times and it ruins the heater. Uh, we didn't get that. That seemed to be, but boy, the gale force winds. Gale force, they say, Eric. I got the warning earlier. Who's All of a gale? sudden, I don't know, but she's very forceful. Oh my God, she blows. So I like it. Oh my. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but yeah, I hope that you have a couple more issues in this and I hope it does end. With some like now, I want all right. Let's get going now. And I keep thinking that, and it just doesn't feel. You went big, but like you said, it's almost like you hate. Oh my god, it is getting bad. You really hate spiders, right? You don't like them. You hate them, but you could watch Eight Legged Freaks because you said it's too ridiculous. It's too goofy. It's getting to that point. Mix the spittle coming in and becoming this giant deal, and then having it's almost getting too big. It's getting too ridiculous. It's hard to take it. You know, kind of there seriously, but again, it's elsewhere. Stuff has its own world now, Eric. Its own Earth. I don't want anything to do with that Earth. Again, what are we doing with this Earth anymore? Like, I'm sure we'll have another sequel that really is just over the top nonsense. But everything's kind of done. It's just over. Even if we cure the anti-life, you know, corruption that we have here, we're stuck on another planet where everybody's like, "Remember how cool we used to be?" I'll give you the deal where I always complain because when you have these Earths, and oh my God, that's Gotham by Gaslight. Like, it never is how it ended the story. You're just, like, always right in the middle of shit. Like, if you go to Earth 3 and the crime syndicate, they seem to have forgotten everything else that ever happened, and they're just doing their nonsense again. So I think that right in there, you're, like, right in, like, deceased number four, the first run of deceased. So you can maybe stop and fix that. I don't know. Well, good, because I still you care know, at that point. Because at the end, a lot of these universes, the way they're set up, this Earth, they'll all be dead. There's nothing left. You go to the DC versus Vampires Earth, 
dead. You go here dead. I mean, that's not fun. I say this, sir. Maybe we'll have vampires versus the deceased. We could have that. The Wolfman. There is a Wolfman Earth, Eric. I mean, we could get universal monster oh my God, shit a monster going mash. on. Oh my goodness gracious! We have Red Rain. We got the vampires, and I know. Who ordered the steak? I know that. Red also, Rain versus oh. DC versus vampires. Yeah. The, the be all end all. Who has? Who sucks most? Yeah. He's. Uh, I. I. It's trying to come up with something with fangs. <laughs> who has the most? Who has the best bite? I. I, I can't do it. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh, I just want somebody to say you're eating maggots, Superman, and then he Damn freaks right. out and he gets all upset. But oh no, yes, Death say, this, these weren't the greatest of of deals. But there you go. That's what you get with the TGIF, right? Isn't it's that a what we holiday say? Weekend, yeah, this is a holiday weekend. A lot of people end up bailing on any sort of podcast listening and stuff like that. I heard I somebody talking about the other day, yeah, because some people just end up listening at work and they have off or they're all involved with this. But if you're here and you're out there like me, lonely on the holidays, welcome you're to the You're surrounded podcast. by people. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And I'm thinking of all of you, all you weirdos out there, the Get Fresh crew. <laughs> but yeah, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Uh, have a nice time with that. We still have. Another podcast that will be coming out, our main podcast, uh, coming up in a couple days. That will be out on Christmas Day. Sure will. We don't take off, Eric. What are you talking about? Uh, but all in all, though, and yeah, everybody have a happy holidays. I hope you enjoyed the show. I wish these books were a little better. At least we liked them a little more. But that can always happen. Not with that undead, you know, or whatever. What is it called? All Out War. That's over. Oh, okay, I'm sitting here I, like, what, let the that leave. I'm telling you, at this point, with even the tie-ins to Dark Crisis, all that nonsense. I'm starting to think that any tie-in we just bail on. I mean, there haven't been many that Don't were you that, me. you know, going with the idea. Oh my god, that was great. It's really been a shit show. <laughs> I'm, I'm desperately trying to find insert the books here. cash Yeah, sound. really. Here comes the books that we'll talk about on the main show. If you were interested in that, we have Batman Superman World's Finest number ten in a, a week of tons of books, big things. Boy, Titans. that cliffhanger is crazy in that. Ooh, wee, Eric. Why? Uh, we also have Batman versus Robin number four, and that will kind of end. It doesn't end the series because there's a number five, but that comes out a couple months from now. And in the meantime, this sets up Lazarus Planet. That's the next deal. It's very odd. Weird. Yeah, it is. Catwoman number fifty. A lot of people talking about that issue. one. Asking Eric Shea to give his raspy smoking eight packs what are you a day talking cat about? woman it's a classic selena kyle yes voice. we'll hear that going on we also have dark crisis on infinite earth number seven the finale of the event i was very disappointed with that i'm waiting to hear Spoilers, what man. eric says i have a video for it i think people i think a lot of people were upset about it anyway but we also have flash number 789 that ends the Bit that they were doing with the whole Warden Wolf stuff to get to the one minute war. The one minute war is coming up. That usually is you and Jess in the sack, right? She wants it to last longer. You want it to go less. Surrender. (laughs) I give up. Yeah, really. You do. Nightwing number 99. We have a cool deal there going in, and that will be it. That's all the books that we'll have. Pretty tight podcast going on. Yeah, some big stuff. I said Titans, and you said it earlier, and it confused us the last time I said it, so I tried to Because <laughs> we were talking it, about Titans. I had no idea what you're talking about. And if you wanted to know why we did mention Stargirl, The Lost Children, number two, and possibly Titans United, Blood Pack, number four, those are on our Patreon-only spotlight that you can go right now and listen to on our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience. And that's that. That is it. So uh, we are done with the TGIF. Eric, what do we say at the end? In a world full of chimps, always make sure you go ape. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.